Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Foreman. I am the Divisional President for High Trust Coaching, and I have with me today Miss Lynette Arasmith. Lynette is one of our High Trust Coaches. So, good morning, Lynette. Good morning, Hope, and everyone. That music is awesome. I, I love it. I love that music. Do you dance too? I dance a little. <laughs> so, um, today we are going to talk about the law of the room. And the law of the room, for for those of you that are not familiar with the 14 laws of high trust selling, the law of the room says that to build your business up, you must first clean it up. And um, and that's something I think that we do on on an ongoing basis, right, Lynette? Um, And it's not just, you know, necessarily cleaning up your class or cleaning up your CRM or cleaning up, you know, which all of that is very, very important. But... You know, I think what Lynette and I really wanted to talk about are about what are those things that we want to leave in 2020 and we don't want to take into 2021 with us. And um, so let's talk about that a little bit, Lynette. So let's see. We want to leave in 2020. Number one, out of here. Uh, Let's see. Number two, politics. Out of here. Oh, you mean other than that. Uh, (laughs) You know. Uh, what we definitely, and I know we've talked a lot about business planning the last several weeks, which is fantastic. And it's a great time to, like you said, clean up before we move forward, clean up before we move up. And so a lot of the conversations I've been having with my coaching members is really looking at database, looking at a pipeline. I mean, sometimes it feels like we have this false sense of security if we have this pipeline that's full of loans that are in a pre-approval status, mm. but are they still alive? Are they live? Are they active? Did they go somewhere else? Did they hit the pause button? And so we've really talked a lot about cleaning that up so that you don't have this false sense of security as we are looking to continue to convert those pre-approvals as we focus on purchase business. Take in those refis, of course, but staying true to the relationships that bring in that that purchase business. Right. I can't agree with you more. And I think that the you know the more we talk to coaching members, I think that that is the one system that we do in coaching is creating an actual system around managing the pre-qual pipeline. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's that is just you know not doing it is leaving money on the table, right? And. Yeah. And we're so focused, I think, on what is active and what's in front of us, which, you know, understandably so. There's a lot in front of us right now, and there's a lot that's demanding our attention. Um, But, you know, one of the things that we do have to pay attention to, as you just said, is focusing on our purchase business, focusing on those clients that are, you know, that are looking that you've actually done a consultation with, Mm -hmm. taken a loan application, you've gathered their documentation, you've pre-approved them. You've issued, you know, a pre-approval letter and then what? Right. And then what? What's the strategy? Mm -hmm. You know, I think the law of the broom hope we can also embrace systems. Is Mm -hmm. it, you know, we need to analyze what are systems? If we looked at every single part and piece of a transaction from 
pre-lead and referral to post-close, what does that look like? Is it time to clean up, if you will, your process so that you're creating that experience? You know, the, the old book, Raving Fans. You know, let's go from thinking we're customer service based to really creating fans mm -hmm. that help feed into your business. Mm -hmm. as you move forward. So I, I think being mindful of those areas that need to be cleaned up as well as a database. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, I mean, um, Todd was just talking about this, not uh, maybe on a, a podcast a week or so ago about, you know, I'm making sure that we're creating that well factor. You know, it, it's not about doing a great job. It's not even about closing on time. It's about that amazing experience, that that wow factor that we're creating. And mm -hmm. you know, when we do that pre-approval, are we having a conversation with a client saying, okay, this is what happens next. These are the next steps. Mm -hmm. When you go into offer, when you, you know, when you mm -hmm. go out with your real estate agent, you know, are we creating a, a this is what you do now? Or do we just issue the pre-approval letter and, right. say, you know, call me when you need me, right? Well, and you know what? Anyone can do that. Anyone, sure. anyone can do that. Anyone can take an app and forget about it until a contract comes in, spit out a rate and fees and, and not put on that consultative hat or strategy, if you will. Anyone can do that. So what makes us different in our high trust way is taking the time to slow down mm -hmm. and do the business the right way. So speaking of the law of the broom, we have to slow down in order to clean up. Right now, I mean, gosh, it feels like you're a hamster on you know that wheel inside the cage, right? Everyone's just going crazy. And we've really talked a lot about making sure as you look at your calendar, where are you spending time in your business? Are you taking that time now? We're in November, December, focusing on what you need to do into next year. And that means that sometimes you close your email and you put your phone on silent and you focus mm -hmm. and you're cleaning up. You know, it's that broom, but you have to slow down sometimes in order to clean up for sure. Yeah, you, you know, you do have to slow down. And I think that's part of what happens in coaching is that when the coaching member shows up for a coaching session, that 30 minutes um, is dedicated time and they are slowing down because everything yeah. is shut down. Everything is, you know, the, yes. off, the door is shut, you know, and they are slowing down. So it is, you know, an optimum time to start having those conversations around doing. It. And I think it's something, I mean, Todd talked about, we redid a, um, master strategy session a couple of weeks ago with um, our master level coaching members and Todd was talking to them about on time. And that was something yeah. that I learned from Todd many years ago and mm -hmm. I had implemented into my business. And so I started asking my coaching members after that call, all of my coaching members, um, when do you have on time? And when is that on time? Is it time blocked? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh calendar time blocking but you know what happens we're all human uh -huh. and so we'll be talking to someone i'm like okay you know talk to me one of your goals two weeks ago when we talked was to stay true to your calendar and so you've got your time blocking it sure looks pretty with all kinds of color are you doing it and you know sometimes it's yes and sometimes it's no but then we have to talk about what's getting in the way uh -huh. you know it's a fire it's the immediate versus the important. And to time block is one thing, but to really change your mindset 
around the value in that space. Mm-hmm. There's the key. It, it's right here. Mm-hmm. It's right between your, you know, change your, you know, don't be a pop tart. Be mm-hmm. in control mm-hmm. of your time. And boy, time blocking, um, you know, having those to do's, having the on time, the green time, the I'm going to fight a fire time. And how about me time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You yeah. know, it's interesting that you said, you know, you mentioned just a minute ago about what are those things that are you know, getting in my way? You know, and and that is a, that's a very that's a very good question to be asking ourselves. You know, I didn't get this done or I didn't you know, I wasn't able to do my on time. I wasn't able to spend mm-hmm. some time on my pre-call you know, pipeline. I wasn't able to you know, reach out to my referral partners. What was getting in my way? You know, because the only way we can solve is to to at least at least identify where the obstacles are. Well, exactly. You know, it starts by looking in the mirror. It does. You know, it's easy to say, well, time, you know, term times are so long right now or my processor can't keep up. So I'm knee deep in my files and I get it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We yes. The answer is yes, you are. And what a blessing it is to be able to have all this business, you know, that we have to deal with. But if we aren't working on our business and true to our calendar, then we, you know, we aren't going to have anything to do the first quarter of next year. And that's really, that's really what it comes down to is running your business like a business. The other thing that, that has been kind of brought up um, this last 30 days, probably in, in the law of the broom and cleaning up before moving forward. It's not just your database. It's not just, okay, I need to, you know, be in my business and be efficient, but it's also where am I spend my time spending my time with whom? And is it time to clean up those lists of referral partners or those people that you think are your referral partners? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we have this false sense of security there as well. Yeah, it's very, very true. And I, I love what you just said about, you know, thinking about just really, you know, taking a minute or two or an hour, just think about who am I spending my time with? And, um, and, and are they the best people for me to be spending my time with? You know, are they a positive influence? Are they, you know, um, are we really truly partners and are, do that, that does that time with that person really, you know, worth my investment, my investment of time, because that's the biggest commodity, right? That's the time is our, is, is a commodity. It is. Time is a commodity. And so one of the things that I've been doing with my coaching members is we'll, we'll create a hit list for lack of a better word. So, you know, so here's, here's everyone that you think knows you, loves you, trusts you. Let's ABC them, prioritize, and let's look at who, you know, who have you been in flow with? Who have you had a high trust conversation with? Yes. And really gone deeper in their business so that they know that it's important to you to know them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. be more interested than being interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to tell you, it was after... It was after Academy last December, right? Uh-huh. And um, I came back in my own business and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm looking at my list and I'm like, oh, there's, I really, really would love to do business with Julie. But uh-huh. I was always intimidated by Julie because she was a team leader and she had a team 
blah, blah, blah. My, my own thinking was getting in my way. Long story short, I reached out, invited her to coffee before COVID. Mm-hmm. We sat and just had a casual high trust conversation. Mm-hmm. And she has been my, my biggest advocate since because it was about me learning more about her, mm-hmm. not me spouting about me, mm-hmm. and then taking the time to follow up. So again, back to the broom, the mm-hmm. law of the broom, cleaning out those that really weren't walking toward me any longer. Oh, I love that. Great. And finding someone who was willing mm-hmm. to walk toward me and wanted to lock arms and be successful together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, that's terrific. And the thing is, is that, yeah, I, I love that, you know, who, who's walking towards you, who's walking alongside you to grow, you know, to grow your business and where your core values are in alignment, where, you know, your, your goals are in alignment and, um, and gosh, what an amazing experience that must be for the clients that you share. Oh my gosh. You know, I think sometimes we miss those opportunities it's not just about the clients that we share that she has an immediate need for, but you know, sometimes believe it or not, those clients will go to their real estate professional and even ask about refinance opportunities. So in the last 30 days, I've had just from her uh, three opportunities to talk to mutual clients about refinance needs. And so again, I think it's, it's teeing yourself up as that professional, as that, subject matter expert what Mm -hmm. did that look like what's your style and your and your goal is to be successful Mm -hmm. and help her look good while you're doing what you would do every day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah would you would you say that you know um a partnership like that um that is really that's that 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 understanding or that commitment to mutual growth is the foundation of your business. Would you say that that is something that serves us in any market? Oh, of course. You know, that's where we can't get lost in the value of relationship building. Mm -hmm. And, And sometimes I think we forget to also continue to give love to those people that we we know we'll refer us anyway, mm-hmm. but we never want it to be felt like it's taken for granted, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's you know just another point of conversation. Another point of differentiation is I appreciate you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I know I'm your go-to. I, I get that, but I just want you to know I, I appreciate what you've done to help me build my business this year. Showing appreciation uh, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It could be a note, it could be an email, it could be a text, it could be a video. Or phone yeah. call. I, mm-hmm. I agree, Lynette. And you know, and that's you know, right now we have all of our coaching members are doing their annual review um mm-hmm. and business planning with the referral partners. And um and I think the first part of that conversation is for those of us that are actually tracking how many transactions we're doing with that particular partner, mm-hmm. um first thing that comes out of our mouth should be thank you for your partnership. We closed closed 20 transactions together this this year. Mm -hmm. We closed 50 transactions together this year. Uh, And, you know, to just say thank you for your partnership. And before we start getting into, okay, what do we want to do in 2021? Right? Right. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, if we go down that, that 
thought process and we're doing our we're doing our law of the broom we're making sure that we've you know got our ducks in a row um it leads then to if you think about it the law of the courtship because if we're going to clean up our lists right and we want to go deeper in our relationships our high trust conversations then we need to make sure that we're tip top in what that high trust interview looks like what it feels like what are those questions that we're asking how do we go deeper in that relationship? Because I think, you know, if, gosh, if we keep in that mindset of, of the courtship, mm -hmm. then, you know, are, is someone going to engage in me in the way that, that I want to engage in my business or are we not a good fit? And that's okay, too. That's okay, too. Absolutely. It's okay, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I mean, I would imagine that what do you what would you think in today's environment? Um, what do you think that when you're talking with a new real estate agent, do you think that their needs are the same that they've always been, you know, communication, close on time, you know, all of those, those, those consistent, you know, um, needs that they have in working with a lender, or do you think maybe they might've changed a little bit? You know, that's a tough question because I think that, I think sometimes we have a, we have a false sense of security in doing the things that we've always done the same way that we've always done them. And, you know, I really like to challenge myself and my coaching members to think outside of that. So you're exactly right. It's not, you can't say the same thing and do the same thing because it, it needs to be different. So you've got the, the core, you've got the core that is always there in the strategy, but it kind of goes back to you. What makes you different? What, what's going to differentiate me from that next person they might talk to or get a call from? It absolutely could just be the questions that I ask. Yes. And that's our that's the high trust way. It's asking the questions to go deeper. But it's also, I think, taking the time to be consultative, mm -hmm. especially with a newer relationship. You want them to know that it's not about the transaction. So that's what I would say. I think it's just super important to make sure that we're focusing on the relationship versus the transaction. And unfortunately, in today's world, I think that's unique. I hate to say it, but I, I do. I think it's unique. Yeah, it, you know, it is unique. And, um, and I think that that is the difference is maybe or perhaps it is the, the, the difference in the questions that we're asking. Mm -hmm. How are you doing in this new environment? Um, how can I help you win? Exactly. Uh, I was just thinking that. It's like, what can I do for you? How can I help you be more successful? Mm -hmm. You know, let's look at your business. One of my key, someone else, her name is Marie, one of my key referral partners, she, she represents a builder. And so last year when we were doing our business planning session, we focused on, okay, this much of our business comes from new construction. Let's find a way to get in front of that consumer that's not going to build a new house from start to finish. How can we balance out those sources of business so that it's some existing business that comes in with that? And then we talked about what that would look like. Right. No one thinks about that. No one takes the time to have those conversations because there's because they're looking at themselves. Well, what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's not the right way to look at it. No. No, and it doesn't go very far. It kind of stops right there. As actually, um, I have a, um, a a client in Canada that is a, a does well. I would say one hundred percent of her business is builder business, 
And one of the things that she does is she helps the sales team um, be better at when people are coming through that door to look at the properties. From what I, what she's explained to me is that most of the developments, irrespective of the fact that there are different builders and different mm -hmm. developments, mm -hmm. the houses all kind of look the same. Mm -hmm. They're all kind of very consistent. So the only thing that's going to make them stand out is the experience that individual has when they walk into one of her, one of her developments. Yes. And so she taught the salespeople how to do a high trust interview, how to ask mm -hmm. some specific questions. What's important to you about the purchase of this home? You know, mm -hmm. what's important to you about your financing? Mm -hmm. And boy, that started engaging conversations to where that particular development was getting a lot more sales mm -hmm. because of the fact that we spend a little bit more time with the salespeople, maybe asking different questions. Oh my goodness. How about asking questions like, what makes you nervous about this process? Right. <laughs> or what do, you, what do you find exciting about this process? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, if you can, if you know where their mindset is, that also helps you with where you need to go next. Right. Mm -hmm. So before we run out of time, I wanted to, so I've got my, yay, my business Bible and look, I've got notes everywhere. Love it. And I do because I use this every day and, you know, just, just back to the law of the broom and it talks about how the law of the broom says that you must get your business running as efficiently as possible so that when the increase in sales come and it will, you'll have the means to handle it. So what I'm finding is it's here. It, it's in here, right? Yeah. And so now, now anyone who is a little behind the curve and getting their poop in a group, it's like, oh shoot, um, I need to I need to revisit my strategies and revisit uh, my systems going into next year. And so I, I would just say to everyone who's so so busy hit the pause button and take the time to make sure you're setting yourself properly for the year 2021. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And that's, that's, that's a great way to kind of wrap up that conversation because now is the time to be going through mm -hmm. what, are we keeping, what are we making, keeping and making better? What yeah. are we letting go of? What are we not going to bring, you know, what, what, you know, what bad habits, behaviors, um, maybe clients, maybe referral partners, are we just going to just leave in 2020, right? Just kind of leave it in 2020, yeah. and keep moving forward. Um, so Lynette, you've been a coach with us for, with High Trust Coaching for a year now. Yes. Yes. And um, so can you talk to me a little bit about what it's like, what it's been like for your first year as a coach? Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. We don't have another 30 minutes, Hope. <laughs> um, you know, here's what I would say. I love, you know, having, um, I would say the heart of a teacher, having um, the heart of a strategist and a mindset around how can I help you be better? Um, it's been an amazing experience. And I, and I will tell you that as a coach, it's as fulfilling for me as it is for those that I have the pleasure of speaking to every week. It's um, the growth is amazing. It's the growth that I see in them, my coaching members, but also just the growth in myself as a person and in my business, yes. because I always want to make sure that I practice what I preach, what I preach, what I teach, what I coach. I need to make sure that I'm doing what I am suggesting and helping them do. 
And that's the integrity of a and the integrity of a high trust coach. Mm-hmm. That they're mm-hmm. walking, they're walking the walk, right? Yeah. They're yeah. walking the talk. Yeah. Uh, and they know that it works. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. And the growth that we see in people is so rewarding. Oh, I know. I know. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's exciting. I love, I love, love, love it. Love it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I know Lynette, you bring so much value to the high trust coaching faculty. We Thank love you. seeing you. We love having you, the energy, the enthusiasm, the breath of fresh air that you bring to our team and to our group. So thank you so much um, for being a part of High Trust Coaching. And thank you so much for all that you do for our members. Um, a couple of things. Um, uh, I am obviously growing the faculty as we can, as High Trust Coaching continues to grow and expand its footprint. Um, we are always looking for great coaches. So if you're interested in finding out what it would take to qualify to be a High Trust Coach, because there are qualifications, mm-hmm. uh, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Hope Borman and hightrustcoaching.com. We'd love to hear from you and we'll reach out to you and have that conversation. For those of you on the call that are thinking about coaching, would like to find out more information about, about what it's like to be a high trust uh, by coach by high trust, go to hightrustcoaching.com and get a free coaching consultation. Talk to one of our sales consultants and find out about our different programs, which one would be a great fit for you. And in the meantime, make it a great week block out some time, implement the time block. I'm seeing one of our users that said implement the time block. Uh, so let's find one hour that we're gonna time block this this uh, this week that's gonna be on time. Perfect, sounds good, Hope. Great to spend time with you, thank you. Absolutely, you as well, dear. All Have right. a good week. All right, dear, bye-bye. Bye, guys.